Give me head, babe. <laughs> Another edition of the Headbin, the weekly NRL Supercoach Draft podcast. Each week, we'll take a swing at the key topics influencing the world of Supercoach Draft, NRL, and the highlights from our very own weekly draft comp, the Headbin. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Headbin, the NRL Supercoach Draft podcast. I'm Dusty. Benny, you're with us. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Good. Ready uh, for the last last round of Supercoach for me for the season, so I'm just trying to hang on to sort of eighth spot. I don't want to be in that uh, final bottom two, but we'll see how we go. Yep, no worries. Luke, he's just playing out on the freeway again, as you can hear from the background. Don't know what's going on over there. Lukey, you with us? Yeah, yeah, that's just the neighbours <laughs> coming home down the... Uh, I've got a, they've got a battle axe block, so they just drive straight past the recording studio. Yeah, I call it the dungeon. So yeah, but uh, look, I'm I'm in with a skinny, skinny chance of making the the, the top five this week. It, it, it would rely on some pretty uh, extraordinary things to happen in my favour, but it's not out of the realms of possibility. So I'm going to front up and try and put the best side I can on paper, and just uh, fingers crossed and hope I get some of the luck that's been bestowed upon others in the comp. Yeah, and you'll uh, you'll certainly need a little bit of a luck with the amount of injuries that are around this weekend. There's lots of plug and play options and things, so you you're counting on blokes who aren't usually super coach guns uh, to come up with big performances to to get you in if you're uh, on the fringe of your finals uh, comps out there. So, all right, lads, let's uh, let's crack one. Brothy with the boys. Brothy with the boys. I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. Brothy with the boys. Broth, brothy with the boys. You know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. So we're just going to uh, try and breeze through the potty tonight uh, because uh, Lukey, you're uh, you're crook again. And uh, look, there's there's not too much to to kind of go through. Um, we're on a bit of a time limit tonight, so we're going to breeze through everything. So we'll see how we we go, but. Uh, Lucky, what caught your eye over the weekend, mate? Well, I, I just kind of thought that uh, we could sort of pay a bit of a tribute to one of my probably all-time favourite players, to be fair, um, and a bloke who I've had in my team on multiple occasions. Um, and he's a bloke who I just love watching play because he plays the way that uh, I reckon the game should be played, and that's uh, two of us a check. Yep. Um, so obviously, uh, we've we've seen the last of Roger in the NRL. Um, I, I don't think he comes back, but I mean, you know, we've seen it with Benji how he goes over and maybe doesn't translate his game doesn't translate as well in Union. I, I hope for his sake that it does, because obviously, you know, he's achieved a fair bit in 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 league and he's given a fair bit to league so if this is what's driving him and what he really wants to do and especially the sacrifices he made last year uh, by staying over here and, and you know like he had the young family and you know that he was doing it tough but he was putting on a brave face for the young fellas in the Warriors to try and keep them on board and keep them up and everything like that and yeah just an absolute machine a warrior you know, had perfect mix of finesse and uh, just you know grit Toughness, as well. Yeah, toughness. You know, like I, I just I, I can't 
name a player that I liked watching play more than Tuivasa Shek over the last five years or so. Like, yeah, t- Teddy's good, Turbo's great, but just. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. He just sort of embodied everything I love about league. And to do it from fullback as well, you know, like they don't sort of uh, really associate the word toughness, um, y- you know, and mental strength with fullbacks. Uh, they're more the, you know, the finesse guys. But uh, Tilvasashek had had it in boatloads and it's, the game's going to be worse off without him. I'm, I'm, I'm certain of that. Yeah, definitely. I think that... Um you know, he, he's there's a couple of facets of his game. Like, obviously, uh, you know, kind of mid two thousand, early to mid two thousands, Benji brought uh, the footwork back in, the the electric footwork uh, back into play, and it was fantastic. But he just took it to that other level. It was so powerful. His footwork was so powerful where he didn't really stop when he was moving forward, even though that step was very lateral. Um, it was so powerful, and you only have to look at that one against Melbourne. Uh, who did he who did he snap? That was one it one who was on the wing for the Roosters? Yeah, yeah. It was one of their and back was in, rowers. And he was in like 30 centimetres of space and he just... No right. That, no right to do what he did. And he's he, just, did yeah. it to, he did it to Ethan Lowe as well. Yes, he did. Oh, I think that's the one that so, yeah, I, I can just, remember. He clutched it air, mate. He just hugged air yeah. and was like, oh, he's gone. Yeah. You know. But he made blokes do that in the middle. Yeah. You know, he'd do yardage carries and he'd just go whoop and he'd make blokes miss cold in the middle and, and find space or find his front and play the balls and Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a, a bit of a, a reflective moment for me this week when he when he uh, announced that he wasn't gonna be playing on. I thought, Oh, I said, oh okay, I, I I sort of wish we did get to see the season out with him but didn't to be. But one of the positives about NRL isn't that, that that there's always somebody else pushing through, and it doesn't necessarily have to be someone in straight in the mould of a two of Arsashek. But you know they've got Reese Walsh there now, and he looks to be probably a few years away from really seeing what he's absolutely capable of. But it just kind of shows you that there's always somebody else kind of coming through when they've got role models and uh, you know people to look up to like two of Arsashek doing what they've been doing for so long. So. It's good that they've done some succession planning there, the Warriors, and he's a big reason to thank for that. I mean, how unselfish was he this year just to take a bit of a backseat and uh, go on the wing so that um, they could get some reps into uh, into Walsh and even just play in the front line, which inevitably kind of saw the end of his career, unfortunately, with the, with the head knock there, um, just so that they could get a better balance in the team and uh, they could get some some uh, some miles into uh, Walsh's legs but yeah an absolute champion uh, another another facet of his game that can't be ignored was his defence at fullback geez he was good at holding blokes up and you notice stopping tries yeah yeah, yeah 100% he was he was an absolute gun at that so yeah 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 cheers to to RTS absolutely Benny what about yourself mate what's uh, caught your eye over the weekend oh mate I probably can't go past the Roosters fucking injury toll again like I don't think I've ever seen a team be so fucking decimated by injury and still be able to compete with, I wouldn't say the top teams, I don't think they could compete with a Penrith or a, or a Melbourne, but they can compete with, you know, uh, anyone under those two, really. Um, like yeah, they'll be power be, this weekend. Be, they, they'll be power this weekend, and that's that's insane. To, to have those that many injuries in one season and be able to still foot it with a top four side, mate, it's impressive. Um, big credit to, to what the Roosters have done there and I know people hate them because of the salary sombrero but fuck me man like any other team loses that many players in a season 
they'd be struggling to beat the Broncos or the Bulldogs. Well, to give you some uh, context, we we did Penrith did in 2015. We we lost. We had like 11 of our regular first grade squad injured by the end of the season, or had missed a significant amount of time during the year, right? And that's when we ended up, I think, 12th. Um, and Cleary got the ass at the end of that season when Gus punted him, said he was dying yeah, right. and all that bullshit. That season. Yeah, and and so, but the season before that was 2014. And that's when we had Soward there and we beat the Roosters in that first... We come fourth and we beat the Roosters in that um, the first week of the finals. I remember that because we're all over your place having beers yeah. in that final and you yelled at everyone in your complex. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Mate, that was one of the better wins I've ever seen us pull off, you know, like over the years. But uh, yeah, and so the next season we just got decimated by injury and we couldn't foot it with anyone, you know, like so... It, it's a real credit to, to Trent Robinson. 100%. And, like, poor Billy Smith, man, he can't take a trick either. Like, he's just injury prone. Um, so, who knows? Hopefully, he can recover pretty quickly from what he's got. I think it was surgery at the moment is the uh, is looking like what's going to happen and five months off or something. Yeah. Well, he's got, uh, he's got the Liz Frank injury, which, unfortunately, uh, I don't know a hell of a lot about uh, in the sense that I'm pretty sure it's just a bad luck injury. It's not necessarily something that you have bad hemis or bad calves or whatever, and it's a um, you know something that plagues you throughout the career. It's just a bad luck injury. It's an impact injury. But to me, Billy Smith looks like the kind of kid that he's still growing into his body. He's very awkward. He's bottom heavy. He's not top heavy. Um, so hopefully, at some point in his career, he kind of fully grows into his body, fills out a little bit, and can uh, maintain a bit of. Uh, get a few first grade games under his belt because he looks good but I just yeah, he think looks, he, he looks real good he well looks- I just wonder how much Reggie's he's played because he remember he did his ACL last year right and I'm pretty sure he was only just back and he's come back into first grade now the yeah. injury the Liz Frank injury is not linked to no, the no, ACL no, okay, injury okay so, so he did an ACL and then in preseason he busted he his, his shoulder. shoulder and he had a yeah. shoulder Rico so he's played fuck yep. all footy but he's also played fuck all Reggie's as well. Yeah. So he keeps finding himself coming back into first grade after, you know, maybe one or two weeks in Reggie's. So maybe he needs... Because, you know, players will tell you it is a step down, you know. Um, I mean, he's still playing NRL talent, but it's just, you know, it's not the same level of intensity. So he probably needs a season in Reggie's. I mean, look at Suwali. He spent the first half of the season in Reggie's. He comes into grade and he looks every bit the first grader. I'd love to know how many reserve grade games Billy Smith has played compared to his first grade games. I think it'd be fairly comparable, I reckon. Like, you wouldn't look at it and go, oh, he's played three seasons of reserve grade. Do do you understand where I'm coming from? Like, he he seems to always be playing first grade and maybe his body's just not ready for it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Isn't it interesting that him and Sawali both have Liz Frank injuries? Very similar body shapes, like quite tall, six foot three, six foot four guys, probably around the 105 kilo mark. Sawali might be a bit heavier. Big dudes. I wonder if that's got anything to do with it. I'm not basing that on well, anything, but it's interesting. It's the type of injury that you can get from either having someone stand on your foot, right, and just you know splay the bones in the middle in your midfoot, right, or um, like uh, Brimson did it in Origin last year, yep. and he did it because he got buckled under someone's tackle, and and you can just twist your ankle. You can do it twisting your ankle, 
and yep. it just so there's a multiple ways that you can do it. I will I will point out something that um, from personal experience, being taller, you do have a lot of injuries where people either trip you or stand on your feet because of your your body's through the line more, and you've still got like a leg trailing. Basically, is what I'm saying. It's very mate. I've I've had my feet trodden on thousands of times when I'm through the line because my legs are so far, my strides so long. Yep. Could have something to do with it. I found I always Possibly. get tangled up, but yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Good stuff. All right, moving on. Uh, let's go through some of our results in the headbin over the course of the weekend. Lukey, I'll let you uh, kick us off, mate. When you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. Well, after a week of, uh, you know, gloating and yahooing that I was back in the finals mix, uh, my team shit the bed and uh, I, I took a, a loss, a loss that I didn't need, but also it was by a substantial margin that I also didn't need as well. Uh, so I've, I've gone down 937 to 776 to Azza from No Regrets. Uh, obviously, he's on top of the ladder. Um, I basically got David Fafidan. Uh, I was driving home from the coast on Sunday, listening to the game. My family was asleep in the car, and I was fucking pissed. I could just hear him carving, <laughs> carving up. And the worst thing is, is when you're not watching it, and they're just calling it, you then have to put together what's happened that led up to the try. <laughs> yeah. How many tackle busts? Was there a line break involved? Did he make the line break? You know, like all that shit. And he set up a try. He he had a try and disallowed. And you're just like piecing the puzzle until you get home and you actually can get out of the car and have a look at the damage that was done. And you're just like, yeah, now nah, I'm done <laughs> I'm cooked. The worst thing is so. when it, when when Papali scored a 13, or sorry, Josh Papali, he scored a 13, and Pappenhausen has scored a 10 for him you would have been like oh fuck yeah I'm <laughs> fucking in control here nope well I never thought I was in control because I had some really ordinary results anyway um, throughout the weekend no one really did much for me except for um, uh, look Maddo 70 odd uh, I think I had Radley 85 or something like that but other than that there wasn't a real, you know, really decent scoring. So I was just banking on maybe, as I said to you last week, I think, I don't know if I said it on the potty or not, I needed a, a, a Fafita HIA or something like that <laughs> to help me. I mean, but uh, look, it is what it is. I'm still in with the chance though. So, you know, that's all I, you know, when you're sitting on the edge of the finals as I am um, and you're not well entrenched, you, you just want to be able to play up to that last round. You know what I mean? And so there's, there's something for me in it now, as there is for you, Benny, because you got the cunt bowl. But I'll look at Meadows behind us, and and he's for and against, even though he's on the same amount of points as I am, he's for and against is too bad now. Like, he, he, he probably has to win by, you know, 300, and uh, Baza, who's in front of us, has to lose by 150 for him to, you know, be, be a chance. So, yeah, it's sort of a bit... I'm glad I've still got something to play for in this last round anyway. Yeah, fair call, fair call. Uh, Benny, you and I played, mate. Take it away. <laughs> Are you all right, mate? You, you sure want to listen to this? <laughs> Lukey will tell you that I'm not all right. <laughs> I'm not all right. It, it was... It was Probably the worst Supercoach loss I've ever had, and I know that sounds oh, that sounds yeah. dramatic, 
but it was. No, no. Because well, it has, it's... like, layers. It is a loss with layers, and I'll get to that. But I'll let you take your glory, mate, because you made some trades through the week. Uh, and obviously, your motivation is to get out of the cump bowl, mate, which is our last, last place yeah. playoff. So, uh, yeah, go for it, mate. Yeah, so during the week, I, uh, as some uh, punters would have seen on our social media, I dropped a couple of players and picked up Nico Hines. So I traded uh, Nico Hines to my team uh, for Will Kennedy, who I had on the bench, and Mitchell Pierce, who was obviously injured. Um, so I ended up captaining Hines, and that loss of points at the, at the death nearly cost me. Uh, it was massive, and... I was lucky to win by five points, 1,048 to 1,043. Now, that's right. You you heard it right. I lost and I still scored 1,043. Fucking get a dog up here. Yeah. It's unlike. Like, that's the. But that's. It's unheard of. It's absolutely unheard of, but it's the second time it's happened this year. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And it'll happen again. It'll happen again. Uh, You know, so. Look, I had, I had. Um, you had about, you had, you had uh, thirteen roosters in your team, didn't you? <laughs> five roosters, yeah, five roosters in my team, uh, and the lowest score for the weekend for me was a forty from JWH. Everybody else scored over fifty or better. Um, actually, three fifties, and the rest were like eighties. Um, Edwards and Hunt got some pretty big upgrades that saved me from the Nico Hines downgrade, and. Uh, Morgan Harper with 141 and Satili Tupanua with 125 were probably the, the standouts that won me the weekend. Connor Tracy's little cameo at 5'8 didn't go too bad either. Unfucking believable. The last 10 last 10 minutes of the weekend and he gets yep. he gets a line break try. <laughs> now um now I've said in our group chat today, anyone who doubted my Dylan Brown and fucking Dane Laurie if I'd played either of them cunts I'd have lost this fucking game and I probably would have had to play one of them um, so no, nah, I just I'm happy with the trade now I got a 51 out of Campbell Gillard whatever it is but man uh, if I'd played either either Laurie or Dylan Brown I'd have lost this game I, I played the best team that I could have played um, pretty much yeah and but just, I, just mate, I, turned out. I think it was the trades that you did after that that's one of this game not that trade <laughs> <laughs> right? the, Hines, so, the Heinz you, trade look yeah, Heinz you, can, trade, you can paint it any way you want mate but let's <laughs> the Heinz trade was good he got a yep. 60 um, but the good thing is I'm probably going to get another week pick out of him at fullback which is all I need um Pappenhausen on the bench again, uh, and he didn't look great last week. So I don't nah. think he's going to get. I think he's going to take Hines' minutes off of him in this game against the Panthers. Well, I reckon Hines is. Um, I, I don't know. We'll get to that. But he's uh, Booth on the bench again. He is, um, yeah. or is he is okay because I thought Hines might have gone to dummy half to spell uh, Smith, Brendan Smith again. But they could um, change that. They could do a last minute. Yeah, switch, so. yeah, yeah, they could do anything, man. Who knows? But yeah, look, man, it was it was good to get a win, and we were, <laughs> it was skinny your teeth stuff. But uh, I needed it, otherwise I was really going to be in the in the running for the cunt bowl. What about the tantrum I chucked on Saturday night? It was good. It was good. It was very good. <laughs> it was. I was I was I so fucking drunk. I was so drunk, and I'm just like I was like the drunk ex girlfriend. I was just like fuck these cunts, they're going to cop it, and I I couldn't believe it. And yeah, like it just. Uh, it just didn't go my way. That was even after like Latrell put up a good score for me, and um, I had a I had a decent Colin Saturday Tony. actually. Yeah, I had a decent Colin Saturday. Tony was very good. Yeah, considering like 
I think uh, after Friday night, mate, you were up about 650 to 150 or something, and you'd only had another three players play than me or something, three or four players, so you were significantly ahead. So it was, uh, look, from an, out, from an outsider's perspective, it would have been uh, value for money because it was a good game to watch, but fucking hard to cop considering, as I said to you, mate, the last time you and I played, the Roosters played the Knights, the Roosters punished the Knights, and your 17 Roosters that you've got in your team were the reason that you beat me last time as well, and you fucking did it to me again, you cunt. So, it's, uh, like I said, it's got some layers. It's definitely got some layers, this one. And unfortunately, um, it means that there's an outside chance that I could miss the, the finals here, so I really needed that win to, to it's cement me. not happening. Me. You're not going to miss the final. Is, is, there a, is there a mathematical chance of me missing the final? There, there is yes, but it's that's not all you need happen. to say. That's all you need to say. That's all you <laughs> need to say. Benny, Talking are you? Edge. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Benny, are you a little bit annoyed though that the win, even though a good win, was still only five points? I mean, you could have really used a good two hundred point win, given that you scored a thousand. Oh, just to yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. Like obviously. The uh, actually, you know what? Given that my, I just hang on, just let me have a look at our ladder for a second. But given that my um, points differential is so bad, uh, as we just spoke about it, before but so's we Dino's. Nah, man, he's minus six fourteen. I've got to make up four hundred okay. points. I'm minus a thousand and twenty-one. Um, so I've had fifteen thousand and seventy-two points scored against. Like, it would have helped. So it's rare that, that you score a thousand. It's rare that you score a thousand and don't win by at least say 150. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so. That's that's more of it's, what I'm sort of alluding yeah, to. Yeah, it's it's actually rare that you score a thousand and fucking lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we touched on that. I think about five minutes ago, You're but right, that's mate. okay. Have a, have another beer, quick. <laughs> what do I? <laughs> So, uh, so listeners, you're in for a long fucking podcast. <laughs> Put it on one point five at least. So, Lukey, just uh, just touch on our how our um, how our comp bowl works because there's a few the, the, the mechanics of it aren't straightforward. So, so, so basically, the, the the way that it works is at the end of the lockout in the last round played, whoever ends up in ninth and tenth. Whatever their teams put up in in their matchup for that round gets put against each other, and that's the cunt bowl. So, Benny, you might have played Azza, and I and I might have played Dustin, um, and in the in the matchups for that round. But if Benny and I finish ninth and tenth, our scores then get pitted against each other. So, you, what you what you're wanting to do is stay out of ninth place and tenth place. And that's what all Benny, I've got to do is Dino, outscore Nate. Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing is, if the the best part about it is, is that there's actually three people that are in the running for this. So Nate, who is well and truly tenth at the moment, and he can't get out of tenth because I think he's on twelve on points. 10. Is he ten he's points? On 10. Yeah. And you guys are on fourteen points, so he can't yeah, get correct. out of tenth. But he could actually win the cunt bowl. Like he could not. Uh, sorry, he could actually not receive it. He could yeah. avoid the cunt bowl if he's even though he's finished tenth. If his final round score is better than the person who finished in ninth, Correct. so it's yeah, basically just like a playoff. And one thing I will say 
is that as much as this week's um, result pissed me off, blokes are still gunning for, to get out of that position. Like D- Dino, who's obviously you're battling with Benny, he's riding me home all week because he knows how important a win was uh, to him. for me to beat you last weekend. So blokes and for are still- the first time this fucking season, I'm going to be going for Azza this week because he's got Dino. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's the one week that Azza's got a week in fucking oh, 100%. Side, all year. The cunts had a strong team all year, and the week that I need him to have a strong team, all his players are out. So yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it is a good little addition, and this is the first year that um, we did it last year. But this is the first year that blokes have traded their way trying to get out of it, um, and and blokes are obviously still competing right up until the last round, even though they're not in finals. So it's a good little add-on to our comp to keep everyone engaged uh, right up until the last round. So I will give uh, I will give that credit. Well, as I was saying to you, Dusty. So, um, Googs last year he won the he he received the cunt bowl. He was the fifteen in a row, lost fifteen in a row. But Azar and I were battling out eight and nine, and I was in ninth place coming into the last round, and Azar was in eighth. And it was the garbage time Cleary try against North Queensland last year that got me into eighth, bumped Azar down to ninth. So it was the last game of the round. Cleary scores with it with 10 minutes to go, this rubbish try, line break try. He's my captain. I get like, I, I think the try ended up, you know, getting me about, you know, 60 points. Uh, and it pushed me into eighth spot. As it then drops to ninth, finishes ninth. So him and Googs's scores were then compared. And he, he ended up... Um, uh, his score was superior to Googs and Googs received the cunt bowl. So it, it literally came down to that last game. So, yeah. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, and so how did we go on Legends League? We got done by the draftsmen. So they've, uh, you know, uh, avenged the uh, trivia loss to us uh, in the episode earlier uh, this season they they uh, they got us by I think they ended up getting us by about 70 points in the end so yeah we're struggling at the moment without Tohu um, losing Tohu and uh, yeah a few centre wings Peachy Peachy's a big one that we're going to have to address I think because uh, looks like he's just coming on playing dummy half minutes and a bit through the middle now so yeah his impact playing lock and playing that link man has really uh, dried up so we've lost a few points with him. So, yeah, look, it wasn't a bad loss. We're still in first place. Our for and against is, um, I think it's better than NRL physios by about 100 and something. So we're looking to get that first place. So we really want to win this week. We've got uh, Catfish, um, William Z. Uh, so he's obviously a uh, former classic winner. Um, good fella. But uh, fuck him this week. We've we got to take him down and, and finish on top so that... Uh, last, last year's Legends League champion, isn't he? he? He is, actually. Yep, that's a fair point. He is last le- week's Legends League champion. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it looks okay. But uh, I think um, Physio's got the draftsman this week. So that's good for us as That'll well. That'll be a good and draftsman are coming. Yeah, they're coming third. So I don't think they can go any higher than that. But it'd be good if they knock off Brian uh, just so that it sort of helps us. But... Uh, yeah, looking to lock down that first place so we get the week off and, you know, maybe, uh, you know, get Pierce back and, uh, you know, look to get some get some people informed. But uh, we picked up Sione Katara a couple of weeks ago and that seemed to be a uh, pretty handy little pickup off the waiver. So that's... Didn't help Dusty. Yeah. Well, it, it, well, it actually, well, it actually well, did, it, man. It did. 
because I needed that because my Sunday was <laughs> shit house. Really, and he got me a uh, hundred odds. So if, if SJ if SJ doesn't get injured in that Sharks game, you you win by fifty. Oh He's, mate, there was so many ifs and buts and whats. <laughs> like had Ikavalu do a syndesmosis, then I had Kelly do a syndesmosis. <laughs> Johnson gets injured, and they all of a sudden start going fucking left, and it's just like, uh, do you want to give it to this cunt anymore or not? Then he was sitting home with his hand Sharks on his are looking feet, after me, going, mate. You'll be <laughs> Sharks are looking after me. Love you, Connor. Uh, Love you, Connor. <laughs> yeah, rubbish shit. <laughs> no, good stuff, lads. Good stuff. All right, let's get into Teamless. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you and you. Benny, you're up first, mate. Yeah, mate. We've got um, Roosters and Eels, 7.50pm on Thursday night at BB Prince Stadium in Mackay. So that'll be good for... Oh, hang on, hang on a sec. What's, what's James Roberts done now? Oh, he worked. Wait. He walked out onto a balcony. Oh, really? Okay. That's all he's done. Because, you know, up here they've fucking stopped them from going out on balconies. I thought they, they were not allowed to go. families. No, apparently it's the players as well. So he walked out onto a balcony and someone was filming the prick. The prick. Like, uh, it, it was always going to be James Roberts. It was always going to be James <laughs> Roberts. But someone was actually filming the prick. They, they, were, they were watching and waiting because you know why. And this is James Roberts, stupid James Roberts. He put, he, he put a towel out there. He put a towel on his balcony. And so then he's come back out for it. And someone's obviously going, oh, someone's put a towel up there. They're going to come out onto the balcony. They're not allowed to be on balconies. Let me get my camera out. Let me be a royal cunt. That's the same person that was filming at the Dragons party. 100%. But he's been filmed. He's been filmed and photoed from a few different angles. So, yeah, look, it was always going to be James Roberts. Apparently, he's struggling with the isolation. But the fact that they can't go out onto fucking balconies. I mean, come on. It's a bit dumb, isn't it? Look, it is. It is completely dumb, but, like, you give these cunts an inch and they take a mile. They started passing shit between the balconies, and it's like, oh, we don't want to do this, but you just forced our hand. You can't go on yeah. your balconies. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, why? Why do that? Like, it's just... Uh, they just can't help but push the boundaries, unfortunately, and, and so this is what happens. The, the harsh thing is that they can't even... They're not even allowed to open their doors. <clears throat> To the balconies, which yeah, I think is a bit... That's bit, full on lockdown, that, eh? That's... That is full on lockdown, but anyway. Sorry, mate, I've just uh, hijacked your team list there. Go uh, for it. All good, mate. We uh, So, yeah, Roosters Eels, Thursday night at BB Print Stadium at Mackay. So, that'll be good for the area to uh, stimulate a little bit of interest there. Um, for the team lists, Josh Morris returns into the side to replace uh, Billy Smith, who we spoke about before. So, he's gone for the season with that ankle injury. Um, and Joey Manu shifts to the wing to replace Matty Cavallo, who also suffered that um, an injury, the, the syndesmosis, uh, against Newcastle. And Aaron, Adam Kieran comes into the centres to, to take Joey Manu's spot. Um, CSR Takeaho has been named to return from his hamstring injury, um, but on the bench. And that's uh, he's taken Fletcher Baker's spot. As for the Eels, Tommy Opachik is back after being rested and um, Will Panasini goes to the reserves. I'm not sure about that. I thought Will Panasini looked pretty good. Um, he looked strong. Yeah, he looked like he yeah, was passing I thought some that tackles. Was good too. Yeah, I thought it was looked, good. looked a lot better than, uh, than Opachik did, but whatever, man. 
Okay. Opacic is a good uh, defender, though. That's the thing. He, yeah, he's he a is, pretty reliable yeah. defender. And I think, um, yeah, what he's been holding his own in attack. Uh, but I think just that fact that the the Eels' edge defence is pretty rubbish. So I think they just need to go. And they're playing right. the Roosters this week, too. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I guess I guess there's a point for it. Um, so Nia Corey's out with an injury, too. And his place has been taken by Bryce Cartwright on the bench. Um, so not many changes for this one, but vice captaincies and captaincies probably only running uh, VCs in this game unless you got Teddy or Gutho. Um, Sammy Walker, Angus Crichton, uh, Isaiah Papali. Uh, you could maybe even throw a VC on Tupanua. He's been pretty good lately. Uh, Reed Marnie, Ryan Madison, and maybe a flyer on Marcus Sivo. Um, pickups, probably only Adam Kieran. Uh, if you really... Uh, really desperate because you'll obviously have to slot him into halfback five eights well the, re- yeah, the reason they've brought him in and and it's and it's a big it's, it's funny isn't it because they've had to play joe manu on the wing to get him in there but they're so it's desperate to get a get a decent goal kicker in there with that shoots at a decent percentage that they'll have to play him in the uh in the center i just so, don't think they've got i just don't think they've got anyone else to either no, like, i think it's, I, I think it's players, got man. to that point where if if kieran didn't goal kick He'd still be in there anyway, because yeah. they just don't have anyone of first grade standard that they can bring in. Kieran's been pretty good this year. I'd, yeah, I'd probably be playing Kieran over Hutchinson to be honest. He would. He looked better out there than Hutchinson has. But um, but yeah, look, if you need it and you're willing to take a punt on him, um, you can slot him into a five eight or halfback spot if you're struggling and maybe get some goals out of him at the very least. But just keep in mind, centers don't touch the ball a lot and uh, they don't get a lot of uh, base stats. So he'd need to score a try to be worthwhile. That's all I got for this one. Yeah, nice one. Nice one. Uh, Lukey, you're up next. Yeah, I've got uh, Warriors and Tigers. Tigers. Yeah, so it should be a good matchup. The Warriors... They've been almost as hard hit as the Roosters. They've got injuries and suspensions everywhere. There's, uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty bleak reading. But for the Tigers, they've lost a couple as well. Garner and uh, Alex Safarth uh, out with uh, lower limb injuries. Um, poor old Safarth is having an all right season. And then ex-teammate Josh Alawai just cannonballs the fuck out of his knee and just yeah. <laughs> obliterates the full cunt. Um, but they've also lost uh, Thomas McKayley, so they're a bit short in the middle, uh, the Tigers, which probably brings the, them back to the pack a little bit. I saw them actually doing a, a bit of a number on the Warriors in this game, but uh, losing, you know, three of your pack that are regular first graders is going to uh, so tell. The Warriors have two, yeah. So, they lost, lost uh, Lodge and AFB, so... Yeah, so uh, Mby goes into the centres to, uh, I think he's replacing, um, uh, is it Payugo? Let's have a look here. Uh, Where are we? Yeah, he replaces Payugo. Yeah, yeah. And so Tommy Talao holds his spot. Uh, Utikamano goes up front to start and Sean Bloor comes onto the bench, but I wouldn't read too much into that because uh, Michael Cheekham's on the bench, so he'll probably play uh, a little bit uh, through that edge there, and Joe off and Gowie goes to lock. So, yeah, look with the uh, Warriors. Yeah, Reese Walsh at fullback. Uh, their back five sort of remains the same, but they welcome back Peter Hicku um, before he goes up to North Queensland, and they've put him into the six jersey, which is a little bit weird. Um, I don't know what's going to happen there, but uh, but he's played a bit yeah. of six. He's played a bit of six for the Warriors as well, though. 
Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I think he might have played there at Manly at, at one point as well. And yeah, uh, yeah so uh, like he's definitely capable, but you know, first game back after a shoulder Rico and. Yeah, their pack doesn't look great. Uh, Tanil Brown, Murdoch Basila, Katoa, who... It just seems like every week Katoa gets injured somehow. Like, he's just battling to come up. So, the poor bloke's put together with needles and sticky tape. Uh, Bailey Searin and Josh Curran. Uh, Cody Nicarima's on the bench, uh, along with uh, Jazz Tavanga and others. So, look, you're probably just vice-captaining at this stage, and I'd be looking at uh, Laurie, uh, Nofaluma, Luciano, Dewey. You can maybe go Brooks. Uh, Jacob Little, uh, there's no hooking uh, replacement on the bench this week unless they decide to go Cheekham to the centres and uh, Moses Mbai to nine. Um, so just, yeah, that's probably the only thing there. But then for the Warriors, you could go Walsh or DWZ. Um, as far as pickups go, um, just sort of Hiku, Aitken and DWZ for the Warriors. And then for, oh, and maybe Katoa to see if he comes up. And then I'd go uh, Utikamano for, and Liddell for the Tigers. Yep, nice one, nice one. I've got the Broncos and the Cows Friday night, 8 o'clock uh, from Suncorp. So this one, this one will be pretty interesting. I reckon a fair bit of uh, super coach points. I reckon the Cowboys probably get the Broncos in this one, to be fair. Um, for the Broncos, Tessie Newey, Corey Oates, Tony Staggs, Herbie Farmworth and Jermaine Azarko, Tyson Gamble, Brodie Croft. They've persisted with Brodie Croft. Not that they have any other option, really, until uh, Albert Kelly gets back. Uh, Keenan Paliasia, uh Jake Turpin, Payne Haas, Alex Glenn, Jordan Ricky, and Kobe Hetherington, Danny Levi, Reese Kennedy, Ethan Bullimore, and TC Rabati. So the Broncos are pretty injury hit and stuff as well, but they've put uh, a decent team on the park considering that they're uh, pretty injury hit. For the Cowboys, uh, last week's uh, masterstroke, Jake Granville sees himself back at fullback. Kyle Felt, Murray Tuolungi, Connolly Lamello, Kane Bradley, who looked pretty good. Kane Bradley looked like, um, what's his name? Uh, bloke who used to uh, play for the Cowboys. In the Kane Lillard. Kane Lillard, yeah, that's him. Very, very similar kind of uh, build. Tall bloke, 6'3", 6'4", big dude. I think he was in a back row uh, for most of his career, so he, he looked pretty good. Uh, drink he did, and Francis Molo, Rich Robson, Jordan McLean, uh, Shane Wright, Mitchell Dunn, Jason Tamalolo. Uh, Benches Gilbert, Lukey, Cohen Hess, and Ben Hampton. So on this one, uh, I'd just be playing vice-captains, unless you've got Haas in this one, um, and you've got no other options after him, uh, but I'd be looking at vice-captaincy. Look, you know, especially considering the circumstances of this weekend, if you're looking to try and get into uh, into the finals, you could potentially chuck the VC on Nui, Stags. Azarko, because he's going to be kicking goals. Um, obviously Haas as well. Oh, excuse me, as uh, as well. Uh, for the Cowboys, if you liked what you saw out of Granville last week, you could do that again as well. Um, definitely drink water. He'll be kicking goals as well uh, again this week. And then uh, potentially Reese Robson. Uh, 
how the mighty have fallen with Jason Tamalolo. Oh, I don't think I could uh, comfortably put the VC on him, although this is probably a game where he's likely to have a pretty good performance. So if he's your only option, you can probably go there. Pickups, uh, I'd definitely be looking at Jermaine Azarko in this one. Uh, again, because he's, he's going to be goal kicking. Uh, Jake Granville. Um, it's not a bad play considering how weak uh, hooker the hooker position is, and he's going to be at fullback. He only scored 60 with a um, line break assist and try assist uh, on the weekend, but I think that in this game he probably has a has a pretty pretty good game. Uh, and then you could look at um, Kane Bradley as well. Uh, Murray Tuolungi looked pretty good in the centres last week as well. So the uh, the Broncos on average concede about 100 points to fullbacks too. So Granville is a pretty good play. And just for everybody out there, because it, it like Twitter was getting lit up with, what the fuck? Just dickheads. Dickheads. Dick he played fullback for Wynnum under Paul Green for two years, and they won a flag. So they won two flags. Two flags. Him, yeah, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Yeah, with him at, at fullback. So yeah, yeah. So he's a bit of a utility there anyway, and he's got good toes. So it's not a bad play. All right, Benny. Just quietly, uh, how good does um, Hillam Lukey look? If he can tidy up his game a bit. Bloke's a freak. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. raw. He's raw, but he does look good. Big boy. Yeah, he, he's, just, he's got that... Yeah, he's got that, like, Talmalolo, Fafita style, that, that body shape about him. Um, yeah, he could definitely do some damage. Right, I've got the uh, the Dragons and the Bunnies at Brown Park and Rockhampton, 3pm Saturday. So, Country Queensland getting a few games, which is good. Um, Thanks, Phil Gould. Thank, no worries. Thanks, Phil Gould, for yeah. calling. No, no, Gould, Gould called him out on Twitter. Did you see his Twitter oh, rant about it? Oh, yeah, yeah. he had a fucking... What did- he had a hearty spray at Queensland Rugby League for not taking enough games to the country. And you know what? He was actually right. <laughs> He's actually yeah, right because New South Wales doing a lot better than Queensland do, and all of a sudden there's like three or four games over the next couple of weeks going to our regional areas. So it's good, good to see. Yeah, um, yeah, because they're playing mainly, and Sharks are playing it ready this weekend. So I was yeah. going to brush the boys for it, but that, that's go. that's like five minutes from your house. It's not country. Close <laughs> regional. Close <enough. laughs> regional. It's, it feels regional when you're out there. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, for the Dragons, there's a host of changes. So, um, Terrell Sloan's been named at fullback. Matt Dufty's been dropped to reserves. Uh, Corey Norman has finished his COVID breach ban, and he comes into the side in the centres uh, with Jaden Sullivan retaining the job at 5'8". DeBellin, Bird, and Laurie are three players that are going to serve their band this week. So, Puasa, Farmasili, uh, and Billy Burns and Terrell Fuimaono are coming into the starting side. Jermaine Tanua-Brown's return to the Warriors after that two-week loan has finished uh, and Josh Maguire has been left out of the side uh, and he's not even in the reserves. So, it seems like he's just been plain dropped. I don't know if he got injured was or he, not, but yeah. Oh, was he charged? Did he... Yeah, I thought he might have had a suspension. Did he get charged? Maybe, I don't know. A suspension? Anyway, uh, Jaden Hunt and Jackson Ford come onto the bench uh, and Cody Ramsey left last week's game uh, with a wrist injury. Uh, He's going to undergo scans, so he's he's in the reserves as well and his place has been taken by Tartal Mone. Um, So a fair few changes there and a few to talk about in the pickups. But as for the Rabbitohs, uh, Cameron Murray Murray has accepted a one-game ban for a crusher tackle and um, so Jairo moves into the starting side to take his place. Uh, Campbell Graham... 
he missed last week with a head knock. Uh, so he returns. Entane Mill goes to the reserves. Liam Knight makes his return on the bench and he's joined by Blake Taff, who was 18th man last week. Uh, Taff's inclusion pushes Braden Burns to the reserves. Keep an eye on Braden Burns coming back into the side. If Cody Walker's ruled out with a hamstring injury, uh, he looked pretty rough last week and that'll push Blake Taff into the six. Adam Reynolds was also nursing an injury last week. Um, so keep an eye on both of them if you're a Reynolds uh, Walker owner. If, so if, Walker, if Reynolds, Walker's... Sorry, you go, man. You finish. If Reynolds and Walker are both ruled out for me, then I'm pretty much home and hosed. Uh, <laughs> in, in Yeah, because he's got both of them. Dino's got both of them. Um, but yeah, we'll just see how they go. Keep an eye on them if you're the owners and just see what happens. So um, Cody Walker is a knee knock. So he just clashed knees with someone. Okay. But as we saw, that kept uh, Brimson out of four weeks of footy or something, didn't it? So, but he he has history with with that sort of knee injury. So Cody Walker's was a knee knock. Reynolds is a hamstring. Yeah, but sorry, Reynolds the NRL is a hamstring. Physio, yeah. yeah, from what the NRL physio said, it's one of the muscles in your hamstring that is not the main muscle or it's not you know regularly required as part of the hamstring function so he's a chance this week and they're going to keep him out of training all week to see if they can actually get him into the game because I think they realise that they that now that they've seen I reckon now that they've seen Penrith's side decimated they're like fuck we're a chance here of getting like second spot over the next few weeks so they don't want to drop a game to say St George that they should win yep that's fair um, so vice captain season captains in this game I probably only uh, just keep an eye on Walker I'm, I'm not confident throwing the captaincy on Walker given he is carrying an injury uh, even if he does play uh, Latrell, I could throw a captaincy on in this game um, a VC on Walker and Reynolds for sure I don't mind VCs on Benny Hunt uh, Josh Mansour Dan Gagai Colin Matungi has been very good the last few weeks and that uh, reduced strength in the Dragons forward pack could uh, spell good things for him and Sua uh, and I don't mind OVC on Damian Cook as well pickups in this game so we all know the Rabbitohs can sort of switch off uh, so there's a few pickups that you could play for the Dragons if you needed to uh, Max Fai was good last week he was like really, looked really sharp broke a lot of tackles made a couple of line breaks what about, um, his, bro- what about his brother Matthew that actually did play sorry, last week sorry sorry yeah. Oh, I said Max. I didn't say Max. Max. You said Max. Max. You <laughs> definitely said Max, man. Definitely <laughs> Max. Mate, I'm, right, ta- I'm taking I'm, I'm taking my shots. You can't surround me every week, so I'm Where's taking Kane my Lawton? shots. <laughs> Bring Kane Lawton into the side. <laughs> Kane um, Lawton and uh, Brian Naden. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best. I reckon Brian Naden is the best. <laughs> That's their, oh yeah. Uh, I don't mind pickups for uh, Sloan, sort of a plug and play here. He looked pretty good the first week, um, so he should um, feed off here. And we got uh, Sullivan as well. I'm less confident with Sullivan. He looked like he tried hard last week, but he didn't get a lot of points. Um, I don't mind a pickup and play for uh, Jaden Sewer, as I spoke about before. That Dragons pack's missing a few players, um, so Sewer... Sewer so might be able to get the front footy scored really well last week and he played well. And obviously Blake Taff, if Walker is ruled out, is probably a play against his Dragon side as well. What do you make of Tarek Sims at 13? Oh, he's not going to be able to pressure the kickers like he usually does. But he's probably going <laughs> to... As much. <laughs> but he's he's, he's, he's gonna, always on the kickers. 
Well, he's probably going to play pretty good minutes, right? Like, uh, yeah, 100%. J- Jay- well, I reckon he probably goes to the edge. I-, I reckon he plays some time on the edge as well because you look at their bench. Kloon played exclusively dummy half last week. Hunt, Ford, and Ellis are all middle forwards. So, I reckon... I don't think Burns and Fui Maano play 80 minutes, both of them. So, I reckon Sims goes to one of those edges. Yeah, okay. That'll tighten but, up whichever edge he goes to, obviously. But until then, Kolomatangi and Sua are probably the better of the, the back rowers there. Good stuff. Lukey, for this one. Knights and the Raiders, mate. Yep, Knights and the Raiders. This is at Suncorp. 5.30 on Saturday. Um... The battle of the wannabes, really, isn't it? Um, this game. Uh, yeah, Knights. Whew. Jeez, they were really bad last week. Um, Stinking up the place. Uh, just disgusting. Um, but the Raiders, you know, they had a... a, a that, that game, that raiders Parramatta game. Jeez, that was a good game, wasn't it? Oh. Just a real tough, rugged... It, it reminded me Love of the, the wrestle hate. era. Yeah, Loved it was it. so good. It was I, just I haven't a battle seen, of attrition. I haven't seen a team have that kind of intensity that the Raiders had for, for a full 80 minutes. They were getting off their line in the 80th minute, whacking the Eagles just like they were in the first minute. It was great to see. And, and uh, yeah, it was just thoroughly enjoyable for a game that was uh, 12 points to 10, or whatever it was. And I think, like, teams that are injury hit can take a leaf out of that book. And I reckon Ricky's just simplified it and just gone, you know what, we might be missing all of our X Factor. We might be missing all of our polish. But you can still have, you know, intensity through your line speed. You can still win contact. You can still do X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? There's still things you can do despite who's on the park next to you. And they did that. They were just like all the intangible areas, all the 1% areas, they're going to dominate and they're going to win. And they did. And uh, it it eventually just led to them winning the game. So, yeah, I mean, a a few teams could probably take a a leaf out of that book. But uh, Rapana's... He's held down the uh, fullback spot for the Raiders. Smith Shields holds on to his spot, and he looked a bit of a goer. Looked a lot like uh, Nick Cottrick. Cottrick, 2.0. Uh, he was, yeah, definitely. So Jack Whiten though. comes yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, Jack Whiten comes back. Um, they've lost Ryan Sutton, but they do welcome back Elliot Whitehead. So uh, a few uh, decent additions to that Raiders side. Uh, the Knights, uh, they don't welcome back Mitchell Pearce. He's on the extended bench, so I'm thinking that they're, he's close and they're going to give him as much time as possible. Caelan Pong is going to be playing under an injury cloud. He's got a sternum complaint. Bradman Best comes back into the side and that sees the end of the Dom Young experiment probably for the rest of the year, I would say, barring injury. Uh, Tuala moves out to the wing, Best into the centres. Um, so the Saifidi brothers still hold down the front row and the back row is unchanged from last week. The only addition is David Clemmer, so hopefully he can solidify that middle a bit that got trampled by the Roosters' young guns last week. Look, I like Canberra in this game. I, I, I think Canberra are a real show here. Uh, as we were discussing this morning, Dusty, the Knights are just soft, just really mentally soft. Um, 
They can't as soon fight. as they get challenged, yeah, they can't. Yeah, fight. as soon as they get challenged or in a tussle, they just go to water. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know where they find that fight from. But again, it's just those one percenters that Canberra did last week. You know, that's that's how you win games. So, look, vice captains, captaincy options here. The only captaincy option I'd have is Ponga uh, in this one here. But vice captaincy options, you could definitely go uh, Harawira Naira, Rapana. He was good. Hodgson, uh, Tarpany was also good. And for the Knights, Braley, Best, Frizzell for them. Now, pickups, I'd definitely be looking at uh, Saifidi, Jacob. Uh, he was solid again last week. Uh, Joey Tarpany, uh, Harley Smith-Shields, and Sam Williams, if you need a halfback. Plug and play for Sam Valame. <clears throat> yeah, yep. He'll he, he'll... Best paying a, paying a dollar one to get injured again. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, cunt. I'm just bringing him back this week. I traded, I traded for him about three weeks ago. I'm just bringing him back this week. So. No, He'll do another hammy, mate. Uh, no, it's not hammy. It's syndesmosis. Um, oh, always ankle, ankle injuries right. with that yeah. one. Yeah, ankle. So, it, Sammy Valamay for a plug and play, though, because the Knights' uh, right-side defence is the worst in the league. Um, so, I, I imagine that they would attack down that side somewhat, although Jack Whiten is back this week, so there's every chance it doesn't get past the 5-8. But... You yep. could do worse than Sebi Valamai this week. Definitely. All right, I've got the Storm and the Panthers, and unfortunately this isn't going to be the event that we probably hoped it would be a month ago. So for the Storm, uh, they go with Nico Hines. Uh, is it Eremia or Leremia? It's I. It's, a, it's an I. Eremia. it is, yeah. So Hines, Eremia, Smith, Olam, Adokar, Munster comes back, Hughes, Bromwich... Smith, Welsh, Kafusi, uh, Kenny Brom, Dale Finucane, uh, Aaron Penne, Kamakamika, Lewis and Pappenhausen. So Booth isn't on the bench, Luki. Uh, not this time. So I think they'll probably probably look at doing the same kind of uh, reshuffle that they did last week, which was Hines to nine and uh, Pappenhausen to, to fullback when they yep. need to. Uh, the Panthers have put a decent side on the park. Uh, expect it to be fairly competitive. They've got Edward Staines, Crichton, Brent Naden, Robert Jennings, Burton, Luai, Leota, Kenny. Uh, Liam Martin starts uh, at prop. Uh, now, yeah, that's a bit of a funny one for Liam Martin owners because you're probably better off having him come through the back row even in the 45 to 50 minutes that he normally plays. Kick out Kate Well and Matt Eisenhuth has come into the 13 jersey. Uh, Isaac Targo, Sorensen, Spencer Lino, and Jermaine Hopgood, so all forwards on the bench for the Panthers this week. Um, so being the 7.35 game on Saturday night, you can still run VCs if you've got options on the, uh, the Sunday, and there is a couple of juicy games on the Sunday to have a look at. But uh, VCs, I'd be looking at, uh, definitely looking at Hines, definitely look at Justin Olam, uh, Munster, Hughes, uh, Brandon Smith in, in this one. Uh, for the Panthers, I don't know if I'd be chucking the captaincy or the vice-captaincy on any Panthers at this stage. Uh, for the Storm, captaincy options, probably Nico Hines, uh, and that's and probably uh, Munster or, or Hughes at this stage. Pickups, I think you've got to look at uh, Iremeyer again. I think that uh, Robert Jennings is out for about six weeks, so he's going to plug that spot until uh, he gets back. And then uh, it's George, isn't it? George Jennings, isn't it? Well, that's fucking Jen- Jennings all over the place, mate. Um, so, 
Michael Jennings? <laughs> Robert Jennings? Yeah, Michael. <laughs> Whatever. Brian Jennings? <laughs> yeah, Brian. <laughs> Greg Jennings? Oh. I'm just going to stick to last names. I can't get it wrong. It's when I, it's when I go into the first names. That seems to yeah. fuck me up. So I'm just going to stick yeah. with... Uh, Stick with the last names. Uh, I think um, I think Naden's a pretty good play for the Panthers, but not in this game. But pick him up, obviously, for uh, for games moving forward. I'd say so. That's all I've got for that game, lads. Benny, right? Dogs and Titans, two yeah, p.m. Fucking, on Sunday. What a belter! What a belter! This is down at Seabus, so uh, a Titans home game. Not many teams getting home games at the moment, so it's uh, lucky for them. Um, as for the as for the changes. For the dogs, uh, Adam Elliott has returned from a cheekbone injury, um, and it, it moves Luke Thompson back to the prop, uh, and that's pending his judiciary hearing. Do you want? I was want to. Which is unsuccessful. Unsuccessful. Oh, no, so he's three out. weeks. Yep. Three weeks. <laughs> you just traded him. I, I, <laughs> you just got rid of him. How good. Holiday. Yo, well, well, I got rid of him knowing that that was happening. And that's why I said, yeah. like, I, I'm just like, Celebrate. why would you bother going down? Who the fuck has got off this year? That shit. They, no, they're just no. like, stop wasting our fucking time. Have you three weeks? Fuck off. Like, they don't want yeah, to see people in front of the judiciary. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so Josh Jackson's moved back to the 13 spot. And uh, ABC Manafano's come back onto the interchange. Kyle Flanagan. Uh has been return, uh, named to return. So Lachlan Lewis has been catch you later after a pretty shit game last week. Um, they got beat, you know, he, he hasn't played since they lost, what, 66-0 in round 16 by Manly. Um, They're all in so on the bloody Avarillo yeah. thing, aren't they? Because he was fucking love rubbish last week. He kicked like shit last week. He he deserved to be hooked last week. With I don't, the, I don't the, rate Avarillo, man. I think you put him in the centres. <laughs> Lies. No, no, but I'm saying they're all in on it. Oh, like, off. Because he... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't listen to him, baby. Lies. Lies. I'll just roll over. Hang on. Um, so, yeah, Matt Dory joined uh, Siamana Fano uh, on the bench with Joe Stimson dropping the reserves and a runner for Tony Cut as well. As for the Titans, Patrick Herbert's got, uh, got a two-game ban. Uh, so, uh, he's going uh, to contest it tonight, I believe. For a high tackle, yeah, he's up, next, he's up next. Oh, I think he's up next. He's up next. Yeah, keep an eye on that. But Issa Masters is going to take his spot for this week. Uh, Brian Kelly's been named despite the ankle injury from last week, so it mustn't have been too bad. David Fafita started off the bench last week, and um, he looks like he's going to start back in the starting lineup this week with Fomor returning to the bench. But we'll see if that's another game day change. And Jamal Fogarty is named in the reserves, so keep an eye on him um, because Toby Sexton is probably a pickup if Fogarty's not named to return. Um, and Aaron Clark's missing out again this week, so that's a big one to watch. Is if you want to pick up and play Toby Sexton, especially in this game against the Dogs, he looked good last oh, week. Se- Sexton is a hundred percent a pickup because 100%. when Fogarty comes back, it's Taylor that's getting the fuck out of Dodge, surely. Yeah, yeah well, I think. Yeah, I think now that know? Sexton's got the got some runs on the board, I think now that Holbrook will be like, okay, all right, I, I can trust him. Um, let's see what he can do next to Jamal. Uh, yep. they, they have to. They fucking have to. Like, I mean, their their season's hanging by a thread. So yeah. Oh, well, um, if you want to take the punt and spend a waiver claim on Sexton, uh, worthwhile. But, uh, yeah, just be aware that there's a chance someone may make a fucking dumb decision and play Fogarty over Sexton instead of Fogarty over Taylor. So 
keep an eye on that one. Um, as for captaincies in this game, given it's the second last one, probably Fafida, Brimson. Uh, I don't mind throwing the captaincy on Marzu. He was good last week, and then he's got to play a pretty shithouse dog's edge this week, and Corey Thompson as well. Um, I mean, it's probably all I've got there. Maybe Tino uh, could get some meat through the middle. Um, as for pickups, Marzu's still only 26% owned, so he's definitely a pick up and play this week. Uh, Toby Sexton, obviously, we just spoke about, and maybe a Sun Masters if. Uh, Oh, Herbert's not named, so yeah, I'll be uh, just one week play for Masters. I'd um, I'd go Adam Elliott as well. He's been named to make his return. He's definitely someone who he was averaging as a pickup. Yeah, 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 definitely. He'll he'll be on waivers. waivers. Yeah, I think that uh, he'll he'll be on waivers. So I'll I'll be interesting to find out who gets uh, Luke Thompson's minutes because if it's Jack Hetherington. I think he might be worth a, a sneaky one-week play. Yeah, I think so. But it's just probably it, out of him. But it could be Napper, and that's the issue. If it's Napper, then you're like, uh, yuck. Yeah. Oh, well. uh, that's it. No, Lukey, you're up. Yep. There's one more game. Oh yes, this the Sharks <laughs> and the Eagles. Everyone, everyone playing Tommy Turbo this weekend oh, is just waiting for this game. It's going to be nuclear, I think. Yeah, well, we've seen what happens when teams lose their (laughs) halfbacks. They seem to lose the ability to defend as well. Penrith, Parramatta, Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, so uh, we've seen what happens there, so... Yeah, I don't know what what happens here. The uh, the Sharkies might just show some resolve, but uh, things probably don't look great for them. Uh, as far as uh, the lineups go, Manly don't look too different um, change wise. Uh, looks like uh, Curtis Sirenin's been named to make his comeback on the bench. They have uh, who have they lost here? Uh, Josh Allawise missing, and so's uh, Kepi. Kepi had uh, I think. Did what, what happened to him? He got injured, and I think he's going to be missing for about four to six. Um, I'll have a look at what that is uh, in a sec. But, uh, yeah, so their bench is Dylan Walker, Carl Lawton, Curtis Sirenin, and Sibley. Uh, so, yeah, they're as per program pretty much. So, uh, as for the Sharkies, Connor Tracy comes into that six role. Aiden Tolman's back, which moves Toby Rudolph back to the 13 spot. Um Jack Williams to the bench. Andrew Fafita holds his bench spot. Royce Hunt is there along with um, Hamlin Ueli. So that's interesting because they've got four middle forwards on their bench there. Um, So, yeah, I don't know if uh, one of them will play on an edge. Maybe Jack Williams might spend some time on an edge there just to spell Talakai because I don't think Talakai is playing 80 minutes, is he? I think he did last week, didn't he? Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, captaincies, because you're not vice-captaining in this game. So you've obviously got Tommy, DCE, Garrick, Saab, Shushta, Olawakatu. Um, I mean, you could go Parker and Harper. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't. Um, then for the Sharks, if they make a game of it, Kennedy, Katoa, Tracy, Ramian. Uh, for them, pickups. I'd look at uh, Trindle, Foran, Croker, and Morgan Harper. So there's two edge forwards on the bench, basically for the for the um, 
the Eagles. You reckon Lawton goes into half? I reckon Lawton spends a bit of time. Uh, hard to say. Um, hard to say. I, I think Trebojevic plays up front. So I think Lawton might come on at 13 or maybe Sirenin will come on at 13. Yep. I can't believe Curtis Sirenin's finally back. Yeah. Oh, he's not He's not back yet. I'm sure he was named. <laughs> I'm sure he was named a few weeks ago, but then... Um, didn't play. Yeah, didn't play. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what their rotation is because you know that Walker will play that 13 roving role, but he's also under a concussion uh, issue as well. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. That bench will put the fear through Schuster and Oluokatu owners. Who, who's the Schuster and Oluokatu owners in our league? Fucking idiot. Shut up. <laughs> Yes, it has put the fear through me. I'm looking at that going, fuck. But I reckon if anyone's going to... I reckon it'll be Oliver Katu that that sits. I reckon they'll give him a 60-minute stint. Would he go up front at all, you reckon? He probably could play through the middle. He's big enough to, but whether they want him to or not, um, if there may not be a need to. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what their rotation is. Um, I... Yeah, I think Launton might be the one that plays through the uh, through the edge, given that he has before. Really? So if I was a Manly fan, I'd love to see Launton come on for 35 to 40 minutes at nine because he's a runner, and they don't get that from um, they don't Croker. get that from Croker at all. So I think that that would uh, that would keep the uh, the markers and the A defenders nice and tight for uh, Tommy and DCE. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's good stuff. All right, let's uh, sum up the games and we'll we'll name our top pickups for the week. Benny? Yeah, I've got um, Greg Marzu. Given he's only owned 26%, he's probably my top pickup for this week. These are all free agencies. I wouldn't put a waiver in for any of these. Um, Toby Sexton, uh, Jaden Sewer, DWZ, and Emre Gula. Oh, Gula. All right, nice one. Very good. Loki? Um, I've got Jacob Saifidi... I've got uh, whatever, whichever fear name brother it is that's playing this week. I've got Adam Elliott. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan. Brendan <laughs> Fiona. Um, so, yeah, uh, JSAF, Fiona, Adam Elliott, Toby Sexton, and Adam Kieran. Yeah, nice one. Um, I've got Sexton. I like Hicker as a pickup because he's fullback centre winger playing at 5'8". I reckon Jermaine Azako for a one-week plug-and-play against the Cowboys. Jake Granville, if you need a hooker. And I like Greg Marzu as well against the Dogs. So, good stuff. Nice one, lads. Good luck in your run to the finals, boys. Yeah, well, I think I will need some luck. I'll need plenty of luck. So, works out I've got a win by... I reckon I've got a win by about 150. And Baza, who's in front of me, has got to lose... Uh, he's the Tommy owner, and he's got to lose by about 150. For, for I'm going to go find some fucking voodoo dolls and stick needles in Walker and Reynolds. Just fucking... No. <laughs> yeah. no. No. Yeah, that, that, that'd be... But that's the thing, man. Like, if, if they're ruled out, he flicks them, picks up, you know, Sam Williams and, you know, uh, Adam... Kieran or something like that and you, you'd never know he could get you know he could get 120 out of both of those guys and yeah yep. yeah that, he's, that's, he's not gonna flick him flick him no he'll, he'll just, just bench him yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Because he wouldn't want anyone else to have them, which is fair enough. Um, but yeah, that's that's the beauty of being in that situation, isn't it? You you, you don't care. You know, you're not worried about it. You just, uh, whatever. Because I gave him a delicious trade offer this afternoon, uh, and he said, "Nah, I don't want any of you cunts to win. Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> and he's still well, trying to trying to get out of the. I don't like the, the man, but off. it's a solid attitude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is fair. It's, it's the only attitude. It it's is. the it only is. attitude. <laughs> nah, it's fair. It's fair. So, yep, it'll be a good weekend this weekend. Are we get? Are we on the tins? This weekend? Surely we are somewhere. Sunday, well, Arvo, we're going to uh, Witchcraft, aren't we? That's that's what I thought was happening. We were going to Witchcraft and then we we're going to watch the, uh, the last two games and just uh, ride out the end of some people's seasons. The C-Bowl, uh, mate. I'm it. And, uh, yeah, the final top five placings. So, yeah, make a bit of an afternoon of it. We might even live stream some shit from it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see the moment Benny's like heart that, breaks. Like, <laughs> like that time you live streamed opening basketball cards. <laughs> that was all time, man. That was all time. Had to be done. I was like, what are these guys doing to our Instagram? <laughs> Oi, we go, I don't think you even know because you, oh. you, you, you weren't born until 2005. But Six. Um, we got an Olajuwon rookie card, bro. Like, do you even know what that means? I'm sure it's what we know, man. Get it Get two dollars. It it's only two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. worth so much money we don't even know where it is now. Yeah, no, I do. It's in my top drawer. There keeping that shit. Keeping that shit. All right, everyone. Thanks for uh, tuning in again. Uh, good luck with your uh, run to the finals this week. Hopefully, it's as uh, highly anticipated as the head big comp. Uh, we'll touch base with you next week. We'll uh, we'll have a few of the other boys on, hopefully. Um, and that's probably going to be our last show for the year, I reckon. I mean, once we kind of hit finals, we're uh, not telling you anything you can't work out for yourselves. Usually, the cream rises to the top in most competitions, and you're there for a reason. You kind of know what you're doing. Um, so we'll probably have an, uh, a decent episode next week to finish things up. But uh, until then, lads, um, yeah, that's it. But definitely hit us on the socials too, guys. Like, if you've got any questions, definitely we'll be keeping our eye on them this week. So, obviously, things are getting tense. And uh, and for the rest and... of the season too, obviously. Oh, yeah, like, definitely, yeah. yeah. We'll try and be a bit more attentive uh, during game time so that we can see the last-minute ones as well. Yeah, especially because most of the time we're fucking in the doghouse anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all the swearing around the kids and the uh, the profanities and throwing shit at the TV and whatever it is. So, the yeah, Dusty, good stuff. Dusty the just spelled out last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a bloke who wouldn't have. Oh, mate. And, I'm and surprised I, your house was still standing when I dropped those tins off to you. I thought I was, I was, down. I was staying up the coast, mate, and I was fucking filthy. Luke, Luke Lane's sitting over there all quiet, like, oh, no, no, no. But bullshit, cunt, you would have done the same thing. I know you would have. Yeah, I, I would have, but it, but, it, but it may not have seen the. It might not have seen the light of day like yours did. I think we we were privy to every detail, every emotion, every everything that we went through. We got fucking delivered in the form of text on mate, fucking group chat. Mate, can, can I was at least chat. at least twelve to thirteen beers in. So it was it was coming thick and fast. Our group chat is 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 pretty savage. Yeah. Like we don't have a lot of time for each other, and especially each other's welfare. But I was actually concerned for Dustin's welfare, <laughs> and I tried I tried to talk the man down off a ledge the other night. It, I was like, mate, I'm not bragging. It happens. <laughs> it felt like he was at a point we'd never seen before. Oh, we were exposed. We were exposed to levels of uh, I was scared displeasure for that anybody yeah. in his vicinity. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, it was, it was it, what made it worse was I, when I was looking at everyone else's score. Lukey, you'd had nine players play, and you were on four hundred. Yeah, and, and I don't. Yeah, and I had nine players play, and I was on like eight hundred, and I'm like, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, it's good fun. It's good fun. It's why we love and fucking hate Supercoach at the same time. So, no, I'm sure there's more of it in store for, for, for all of us this weekend. So, looking forward to it. So, good stuff. All right. All right. Cheers, boys. Talk to you next Catch week. Catch you, lads. Cheers. <laughs>